Hey, and welcome once again to my journey from wage to wealth. Today we get to continue with our barrier series and we'll be breaking down doubt. So here's today's post. Continuing on from my last post, I'm currently learning Robert's perspective on why smart financially literate people can still fail to make it big. For me, I am viewing these factors as barriers that could hold me back from hitting my dreams, so I want to build strong knowledge on what they are, how they threaten me, and how I can respond to them. We have gone over fear, and this next one has a lot of crossovers, but I will do my best to point out the difference in how I am going to apply this separate lesson to myself. Doubt. Let's keep it consistent and start off with a hard definition of doubt. A feeling of uncertainty or lack of conviction. I like how it crosses both uncertainty and lack of conviction. A lot of us naturally become uncertain about a few things, but the lack of conviction tells me that we cannot be complacent and lazy when developing beliefs. Lack of sounds like something we've failed to attain or achieve, so we better keep on refreshing our mind on important convictions, which in my case is a belief that I can live a life more than the average 9 to 5 lifestyle. I can already see a slight difference in doubt compared to fear. Fear is more the emotional response of something going wrong, whereas doubt is the belief that it's not even possible. This means that we can be free from fear but still be doubtful and miss opportunities. For example, if I were to buy a lotto ticket, the worst outcome is that I don't win. I wouldn't be fearful because it doesn't really hurt me or pose any threat, but on the other end, I would be very doubtful, which in fact stops me from buying a lotto ticket in the first place. In this scenario, I think it is a healthy outcome, but the underlying lesson here is that doubt can still prevent us from taking action at times, even if we are not fearful. Diving back into Robert's perspective, one of my favorite lines in this section is when he says, doubt is expensive. I love it. It pulls together the intangible feeling of doubt and the practical management of money. So how does this work? Well, if I was to have a crack at breaking it down, I think what this means is that doubt can force you to take less risk, resulting in less money being made. For example, you have a rare investment opportunity to put money towards a mate's new startup company. With your $1,000 savings, you could either invest it into your friend's startup or go with a safer investment like a term deposit with the bank, if that even counts as an investment. Even though you're not really afraid of losing $1,000, you still choose to go for the term deposit because you doubt your friend's startup. Two years down the track, your $1,000 term deposit is now $1,100. But on the other hand, the opportunity that you missed with your friend's startup could have transformed your $1,000 to $50,000. Boom, doubt is expensive. Another element that is discussed in this section is about turning your I don't wants into drivers. We all have things that we don't want to happen to us. Sometimes they are even practical thoughts of what could go wrong. The goal here is to use those I don't wants for motivation instead of allowing them to solely plant doubt in your mind. One real life example for me is that I don't want to lose money when I start to play these games with money like investing. With this lesson, I'm trying to use that I don't want to drive me into studying more on how to manage money better and prepare myself for investments rather than solely allowing doubt to shut me down and do nothing about it. 
I think we would all be surprised if we broke through that initial layer of doubt, the things our minds would explore and the awesome ideas we could come up with. Lastly, let me share my personal experience of how doubt opposes me in my current state. Obviously, I am very young and don't have much experience, and if I were to share my goals with everyone, I feel like people could look at me and think, you're just a young enthusiastic guy. I'm sure you'll do well, but some of your goals are too unrealistic. Another thought could be, well, what makes you think you're special enough to break out of the rat race? And being completely honest, I don't actually know how I'm going to do it. I know I will invest, but I don't know what types of things I'm going to do to make money to invest in the first place. But now that I know how doubt can ruin my chances, I think my answer to all those thoughts are this. Well, I know for a fact that I'm not going to settle for average, so I'm not going to waste time playing with thoughts that try and prevent me from starting. And if I do fail, it will not be because I let doubt get my way at the start. I'm also going to turn my I don't want of not wanting to live in a rat race into a driver for me to do a bit more analysis on how I'm going to physically pull off many of my goals. To me, this means exploring new income streams and learning more on investment opportunities. So the key points for today. One, we can be free from fear, yet still be doubtful and miss opportunities. Two, doubt is costly. That's me for now, and hopefully you're enjoying and applying these lessons as much as I am. Stay tuned as we continue to break down these barriers, and I'll see you in the next one.